0: my your let I not Welcome back to another episode of the Psycho Podcast. I'm your host, Margo Underwood, and this is a place where I have the pleasure of interviewing specialists, authors, doctors, psychologists on the topics of human sexuality. This is a place where we break stigmas and bust hymens, deconstruct taboos, initiate more self-pleasure in our lives, expose alternative therapies to approach these sensitive topics. Thanks for joining me here today we have a very special episode to share it is a guided meditation on chakra alignment Um, we are joined by Jacqueline Stevens, once again a certified professional coach master of energy and reiki practitioner who guides us through a meditation and relays the importance of cultivating more intimacy through awareness one thing that she said that really stood out to me during this episode was screw the golden rule let's live by the platinum rule instead of treating others how you want to be treated let's treat others how they want to be treated we also go into some other topics like neutralizing shame through forgiveness and embracing the full human spectrum of emotions rather than suppressing them let's go ahead and jump right into it yeah Good, well, thank you so much for joining us again. um It's a pleasure to have you, and this is gonna be a really special experience for everyone listening and for the p- growth of the podcast as well. just like kind of incorporating some more dynamic aspects to it. So thank you so
1: much um, for having me. I'm excited to contribute um in a different way to the space. I think it'll be exciting. people will love it,
0: yeah. Yeah go ahead and um kind of explain what is going to be happening today.
1: Yeah, well first um just wanted to provide a welcome for anyone that's listening whether it's your first time listening or you might have found this so useful, you're wanting to use it again. And so just thank you for your time and space and energy for being here. Um, I'm Jacqueline. And today, what my intention for this meditation is really, I want to provide this space to really help you to draw awareness to four of your energetic bodies um, and two of your specific energies So we talked before about um, the masculine and the feminine energy. You can call it Shiva and Shakti or yin and yang, depending on your preference. But within each one of those energies, we have bodies. And so today we're going to draw awareness to your, your physical body. So the body that moves you around through the day. And your mental body, which is like your mind, your brain, how you think. And those are more, those are your masculine or your yang energies. And then the other energy is your um, yin or your feminine. And that is really your emotional body. So Mm -hmm. how you feel um, and your spiritual body, which your spiritual body is Um, your belief system, and really kind of the the culmination of all of these other bodies. It's like the intersection. And so through today, I want to um, help educate you on the chakra system, if that's new to you, or if it's less new to you, I want to support you in helping you to align those energies within your body. And so I want everyone to Just get comfortable in the space that you're in. So if you're listening to this in the car, just sink into your seat and um, harness your awareness as much as you can to this. And if you are at home, um, getting in a comfortable position, whether that is seated in a chair or on um, a yoga mat, it could be laying down. So whatever feels good to you. And then also wanting to um, set an intention to elevate your space. So that could be lighting a candle. It could be incense, something that draws you out of a normal environment, an ordinary environment into something that's a little more extraordinary. So it could be music. It could be your tea. And I want you to start Breathing to start taking some deeper breaths. It might be your deepest breaths of the day and breathe through your nose. Hold at the top and then exhale. So as you start this rhythm of breathing, breathing in through the nose, Holding for just a second and then exhaling. Have this start to feel natural. And I want you to start thinking about uh, your bodies. So your physical body, it might be really starting to root into your seat. So sitting back and forth on your sit bones. You might feel maybe some tension, maybe tingling. You might not feel anything at all. So, wherever you're at in this practice today, I want to invite you to be non judgmental. There's no right or wrong way to have this experience. And so, whatever happens, invite it in. So, as you continue your breath, I'm going to start sharing with you about um, how you can feel more aligned in your body, in your emotional body, your spiritual body your physical and your mental bodies. You're likely most familiar with this mental element. And so I want to invite you as you're breathing to slow down your thoughts. And as you continue to root, I want you to start to think about the root of uh, your spine. This um, area of the body is tends to be thicker and denser. We have heavier energy around the hip area. And so this is your root chakra. Your root chakra is all about um, feeling secure, feeling grounded. The location is right between uh, your sex organs, right at the root of your spine. So if you're sitting erect, it's directly beneath your sit bones. So our chakra system is really these emotional wheelhouses, these places where our emotional, physical experience can get stuck. And so this root is all about developing a sense of security. Some of the things that can block this area is fear. Fear. It's about primal, this is about survival. And so oftentimes the fear is, do I have enough? And so as you breathe, I want you to recognize that in this moment, you are rooted. You have all that you need You're likely listening to this on a cell phone and your basic needs are met. And so remembering that you have enough, that you are enough. Recognizing that fear is a natural part of our existence. And so when those fears come up, it's less about wanting more and it's more about recognizing what's underneath of that desire. The next the next energy center that we're going to work with is the color orange and this is your sacral chakra. It's right beneath the belly button. If you identify as a woman, it is that womb space. And for men, it's your womb space too, but it's your lower abdomen. And this is the place where all of life from the womb, all creativity flows from. This chakra is all about feeling. So it's the feeling of knowing what lights us up and what turns us on in this world. It's from this place that we know if we want to pursue something, we have a visceral, a gut reaction Oftentimes, what is blocking this, if this is something that you're having less feeling with, is guilt. So guilt about past experiences, guilt about current experiences, about current desires. And so the way that we can bless this area to balance this area is to harness in on this that I forgive, I forgive, whether that's yourself or things in the past, whether it's for other people. Forgiveness is what helps us to balance this guilt. Inviting you back to your breath wherever you are. Next we have yellow. We have our solar plexus. This energy center is right around the navel, and this place is all about your personal power. Think about the sunshine, think about energy that's yellow. This is all about understanding yourself, who you are in this world, how you show up. When this area of our body or our energy centers is blocked, it's often because we feel shame. We feel shame for who we are, Or how we've shown up. It could be shame that you're not showing up in the way that you want. Or it could be shame that you're not sure how you want to show up. Wherever you are, I want to invite you to this. I am authentic. Reminding yourself that you are enough, you're rooted at your root chakra, that you have forgiven yourself and that you are grounded in your creative being. And with that, you have the ability to really be confident and authentic in expressing who it is that you are. Breathing in that yellow power. And breathing out. Next, I invite you into your heart space. This is green, this is the shade of green, which is all about healing. The heart is all about love and expression. And so naturally when we maybe are out of alignment in this area of our body, our emotional body, it's because we have congestion. Could be congestion due to how we're eating. It could be a congestion of grief from feeling disappointment in past experiences, It could be a lack of self-acceptance. Maybe we don't accept our purpose in the world. So I want you to breathe into this space. Breathing breaths up into the heart space. And breathing out any grief or disappointment that you have that you have consciously become aware of. Maybe you're holding some tension in this area and you're not even sure what it's from. Sometimes our mind gets caught in wanting to get to the root of the problem and figuring it out. And I want to invite you back into your emotional And your spiritual bodies, which don't always need answers. But those bodies are just here to feel. And recognize that there may have been things in the past that you can't even identify. That you just want to let go of. Next, I want you to pull attention to your throat. So on a man, your Adam's apple, on a woman, the center of your throat. And I want you to envision the color blue, water. This energy center is all about the truth. The truth of who you are, the truth of what you know, and your ability to confidently articulate the truth in your own experience. No surprise, this is right at our throat, so it's tied to our voice. So the thing that oftentimes causes a blockage or a disalignment in this part of our body is our inability to be in touch with the truth. So I want you to pull attention back to your breath. Breathing in. Holding at the top and breathing out. And as you think about this blue throat chakra and communication, I want you to ask yourself if you have accepted the reality of your situation. The heart is all about acceptance. And oftentimes if we haven't accepted where we're at, then we have a hard time owning where we're at currently. Sometimes there might be energy in this area while you're in conversation where you feel your voice blocked, that could be due to childhood experiences reinforced through your adulthood. For whatever reason, you haven't felt like you were able to speak your truth. I invite you to, I invite you to own it. I invite you to speak it. And if there are situations that you can think of where your mind keeps going to this place where you want to communicate something that maybe you haven't been able to, then I invite you to write it. The energy can still move through you. You can still release it. No one else needs to accept it. It's just about letting it go. So thinking about what you haven't said. And then I wanna invite you to your sixth chakra. This is your third eye. This is the space that is right between your eyebrows. And this is the center of joy your intuition. The color is indigo. And what is so beautiful about this energy center is that joy is the place that really embodies the entire human experience. So when we're at this level, we can hold... Anger and fear. <clears throat> we can hold love and grief fully. Wisdom, the sixth chakra, accepts things as they are instead of overthinking like our mind does. This is the emotion that we can experience. Emotions like water. Practicing awareness. And practicing non-attachment. So in any moment throughout your day, when you are struggling, this is a place that you can oscillate to, to... Simply accept and invite joy, whether that be levity, laughing at a situation that has previously caused you misery, recognizing that this is available to you whenever. So last, I want to invite you in to your, your crown chakra. This is the space that is at the top of the head. So at the beginning, we talked about the root chakra. And if you were seated with a straight spine, that it would be right at the root of the spine. The crown chakra is the opposite. It is at the top of your head so if there was a light beam shooting down through the top of your head it would go down through all of the chakra system down your spine and out the bottom of your body so we've listed the colors of the chakras and the textures the tones how they feel and so at this seventh chakra this is all about Connection to source, a connection to something that is bigger than you. This is about ecstasy. It's about total inclusion and non-attachment. Knowing that life is a build of individual experiences. And so, with this seventh chakra comes ultimate peace. So, as you're breathing, I want you to just get back to normal breath. Start drawing attention back into your body. You might be tempted to label your experience already as in, is this done yet? This was great. I got this benefit. And I want you to just. Sink back in to your emotions. What came up for you as you wiggle your feet near hands? What do you notice that's shifted? You could feel lighter. Maybe some uncomfortable emotions were brought up for you. Maybe that was easy, or maybe it was difficult. So wherever you are, I just want to invite you back into your physical body, back into this place of reality between your mind and your body. And through this experience, I hope you've recognized that at any time you can access the parts of you that we forget about in our daily experiences. It could be Those masculine parts of you where it is your, your body and your mind, where you get really familiar with what's happening in those areas. It could be your feminine bodies. Maybe it's more of your emotional experiences that you really started to have awareness of. Maybe it was the spiritual elements So wherever you're at, be there, invite this in and recognize that you are not just your thoughts. You are not just your body. You are not just your spirit. You are not just your emotions. But recognizing that you are fully integrated and maybe if you don't feel fully integrated this this could be your invitation to better integrate elements of your life so that you continue to feel more alignment more joy more pleasure and more freedom in how you show up daily So there we go.
0: (laughs) That was wonderful.
1: Yeah, you get it live.
0: (laughs) That was amazing. Oh, that's something I haven't felt in a really long time. Um, Is that awareness to the spiritual body. Yeah. I can't even. I can't even believe that was almost thirty minutes long. It felt like, felt like ten, maybe.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say, tell, guide me through your experience because I know it's always so interesting when you're in a class. Sometimes you're like, sometimes it's like it won't stop, and sometimes you're like, oh my gosh, (laughs) (laughs) it was three minutes.
0: (laughs) Seems like oh my god, it was amazing. I am like, well i i i have a like i feel physiologically like something Mm. turned on in me Yeah. yeah and when i was coming out and i can still feel it too this just kind of like i wish there was a better word for it but alignment and and connectedness from my crown all the way to my root and i feel like i'm I'm a string that's been pulled tight. Oh, yes, yes, yeah. like a puppet yes. that you that you are kind of. Yes, it feels yeah. so good. And when I like when I was coming out of it, kind of, and still now when I'm moving my head, there's this like a little bit of tension where you can like feel that string moving each way.
1: Yeah. So I would even invite you, um, not, not from like a clinical perspective, but just awareness. Like when you have pain, is it like in certain places of the body? Like, is it in the right side? Is it in the left? Mm -hmm. Oftentimes, especially if you do, um, acupuncture or any kind of, um, more Eastern style of, integrative health or medicine, there's so much, I mean, it all correlates back to the the bodies and the masculine and the feminine within our bodies too. It's pretty incredible. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 Actually, that was one time. My friend, my good friend was like, I want you to put your hand on your heart. I want you to put one hand on your heart and one hand on your, on your navel. And I think I, I forget which hand I put on the heart and which one I put on the stomach, but either way he was like, well, that's interesting, you know, because you just covered, let's say your, your heart with your left hand. And mm-hmm. that is, so is that the feminine? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And then your stomach with the, but actually I think it was switched. I think I covered my, my heart with my right. Mm-hmm. And I put my uh, feminine hand on the um, navel. Yeah. It was very interesting. I mean, it's just that that correlation of like what am I feeling in that moment? Kind of do I need to, you know, give my masculine side more forgiveness mm. and acceptance and and awareness and so that was, yeah, that was um unique and it's when you said to remember that we are not just these Mm -hmm. bodies and Mm -hmm. this mind and that we are so much more. It is, it resonated in me a lot because I could feel it. I could feel, um, and each space had kind of a different type of pressure to it. Um, The root definitely felt like I was pulling down. Um, And then it went from like, The sacral was more of this kind of like bubbly feeling. Mm -hmm. Um, The the navel was like a a like smooth ball of just like, just sitting in my tummy. It felt really good. Um, And my, um, especially in my third eye and on my crown, I was feeling like pulled like my skin, something was like pulling outwardly mm. on my skin, and, and yes, pulling totally <laughs> is
1: expanding you. You know what's really cool too about you saying um, the solar plexus is because you are in the stage right now. So from zero to seven is really when your first chakras being formed. It's like the first seven years of your life is all about grounding and stability. It's also all about your ego, like how, like developing you as a person. Mm -hmm. So there's ages that are correlated to each one of the chakras. Not that you only have the chakra if you're there. It's just like, that's when it, you kind of grow into that next layer. And so you're between 21 and 28. And so Mm -hmm. you're growing from, so on. Yeah. You're growing into that third, which everything for you now is like radiating and you're in school. So it's like your whole life is being formed around what it is that you're figuring out right now. So your whole world is really like that middle, that yellow.
0: I feel that, that power, that finding, finding your power and, um, listening to that intuition
1: and the beauty of that too, is it's like right now you're living, you're living through experiences that your heart is having Mm
0: -hmm. um,
1: and cultivating that muscle too. And then as you step into that phase of your life, those things that you experienced before start to mean something different with that new wisdom that you have. It really is such a, um, the chakra system really has been so fascinating for me from an emotional, from a spiritual, from uh, a mental and a physical perspective too. Mm -hmm. Like my body has shifted in alignment with the work that I've done too. Um, Yeah. It's really fascinating.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Developmentally. I, you know, I really like, I never really made that connection um, that, each chakra has its own like stage of growth yes. and and fortification and like, it's funny cause I was just telling myself a few weeks ago that like, I was like, oh. you know, I'll probably be in when I'm about in my thirties is like probably when I'll see myself allowing myself to be in a um, authentic relationship like intimate relationship with someone so it's funny that you say when we we're growing and developing that but that, that heart space is kind of in the 30s it's like that's when your those experiences start changing for you and because when you you, you
1: always have that heart space but when you think of it as yeah. you're growing you're growing into it and so so much wounding happens as a child because your heart is so sensitive like We're these little light beams were, were, were constant, you crying over everything, everything's heartbreaking. Mm -hmm. And so then as you grow in those experiences, you know, our heartbreak shifts and changes, but oftentimes as you're learning, I know with the schooling so much happens within that first period of that zero to Mm -hmm. seven is like everything. So it's about going back to those experiences but also looking at them from different angles and not just from the angle of being the child, being the victim, Mm -hmm. right? Growing into a more empowered adult and kind of looking back at those experiences with more agency Mm -hmm. um, and awareness too.
0: Mm -hmm. So, where do you see a kind of chakra healing and i guess this would fall under the reiki umbrella Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so i did mention i I did have reiki i did do reiki during the whole thing
1: Um, Ah. the the really cool thing about um from what I do from my work is the energy assessment I do, the soul alignment blueprint actually measures your energy between these layer levels. Mm -hmm. Um, So on a day when you're just in your normal experience, it'll tell me what you're, where you're resonating through these levels. And then in a day that you're stressed out, what happens? And generally what happens is people experience a lot of, Judgment and shame, right? These lower sacral energies um, in stressful situations. But it it is really cool that you can measure, like there's data to measure this in a way. Um, And then, yeah, the healing perspective, whether it's Reiki or the beautiful thing about Reiki is it's just me giving you energy that you already have. It's, mm-hmm. it's, um, it's, a, it's awareness. yeah. Yeah. Cause I don't, I'm not, I'm not a guru, you know, I'm not anything. Mm-hmm. I'm just me with these tools and resources that help you, you know, get into those layers of your subconscious on a little bit of a different level, open up things that are inside of you so that you can, um, it's shadow work, shine light on it, Mm -hmm. it, accept it, you know, love it and then put it on the shelf and say, okay, I see you. You're there versus I think a lot of old school ways. And I'll even say, I call it spiritual bypassing is not integrating parts of ourself. And we're not acknowledging that they're there Mm. or not. And so anytime you deny something, you know, you give it full power. So that's what shadow work is, is it's more about like the self-acceptance and seeing these things that we've judged ourselves for, or other people have judged us for. Um, and knowing that just that it was okay. Like the emotion that you had from it was okay. That um, the experience and how you've responded or, you know, the, Even if it's trauma, whatever that looks like, Um, because unless we can heal something, unless something heals, it just continues to scar. Mm -hmm. You think about scar tissue; you think about emotional wounds. Like things, nothing, nothing ever just goes away.
0: Right. Absolutely. (laughs) That kind of reminds me of this. I was like reading something the other day, and she was saying. That jealousy was an emotion that she no longer um, thought served her, and so mm. she uh, is basically—I mean, her idea was to basically just just eradicate it. Mm. And I, you know, I didn't want to take away from her experience but I try to offer a different perspective by saying, you know, I think it's more for me about that like emotions are going to come up, you know, whatever the emotion is. It It's a part of our, you know, human experience and we shouldn't feel, um, we tend to feel shame around those emotions but there's even more the shame is is amplified when we have a reaction a volatile reaction to those emotions. And I think what really we need to focus on instead of eradicating that emotion is is feeling it first and then responding to that emotion in like a healthy way processing it in a healthy way where we're not you know attacking other people or Putting the blame on it or just stuffing it down and being like, no, I can't feel you. You're a bad emotion. Exactly. Um, I think that anytime something is labeled
1: as good or bad or right or wrong, it's it's dangerous. Right. Yeah. It's a very dangerous thing to do. And um on the wheel of emotion, where there's however many emotions, we all feel them and they're all okay. It's what you do with an emotion. And I would even say, if you look at jealousy and envy, jealousy is, I think, more charged, meaning it's like, you have something I want and I'm mad about it. Or mm-hmm. I I um, am somewhat like, there. it means that I want that versus envious is a little bit more like of a growth mindset. It's more mm-hmm. like, Margot has this thing that I want. I'm envious, meaning like I want that, and I also recognize it's available for me too.
0: Mm-hmm. I like that.
1: Jealousy's just like she has it and I want it. F her because she's got it. Yeah. Envious is just like. So I think there's nothing wrong with envy, and I always say there's a second arrow. Envy's showing up, but what's underneath of envy is. Right. I have desire. Uh I want something. And if we look at it like that, if you can metabolize, process the emotion, like what it actually means to me, it means that I want stuff. It means I'm Mm -hmm. human and I want more and that's okay. And then if I look at it that way, I'm like, oh, the decision I make might be really different, right? Right. It gives me information on how I want to move forward. It could be like, well, you want things all the time, add it to the list. And if you still want it next week, maybe you can get it. Right. Or, um, you know, it just feels, jealousy feels very different because it's more of like a woe is me, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if we say I don't want to feel jealousy, then you just act like it's not there. And then guess what happens? It grows, it grows, it compounds. When something doesn't get processed, it comes back twice as strong. And so this is why when couples or anyone in relationship, when things go unsaid for so long, <laughs> and then you finally say it, it's like a, it's a boiling pot.
0: Yes. <laughs> you, it's literally like, like everything. Yeah. yeah. And um, I like that distinction. One of my friends actually said that to me not even two days ago. He, I said something like, "Well, I'm jealous," and he was like, "No, you're envious." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "I didn't really make that connection," but you made it. It you made it very clear. It's more it's about more empowering. empowering. Mm-hmm. It is. It's more empowering, and it's a much more um, progressive way of viewing that the lack, I guess, that you're feeling in your life, you know? And, and then I like what you said about what is underneath it. Um, yeah. Gives us direction. So that and that's the can...
1: thing people really forget is, like, the what's underneath of it. And I'll give a really good example of a comp this was – this is me in an old relationship. I used to just get so pissed about he would never wipe the counters. He just never uh-huh. wiped the counters. I just – Didn't understand it. I mean, I would tell him about my desire for him to wipe the counters, you know, all that stuff. And so this was like the one thing I really held on tightly. I was like, man, you know, anything else could go with the relationship, whatever. But if the counters didn't get wiped, that was the thing I would really respond to because it was controllable. Right. Mm It was like, if you do this, if you wipe the counters, it means you love me. Right. That's the Mm -hmm.
0: thing. You're listening. (laughs)
1: Yeah. And so I would freak out about the counters when they weren't wiped. And now with all, with all of my wisdom and insight and all of the work that I had done, I look back at old me and I just like, I hug her and I'm like, girl, this, what you really should have said was, I don't feel like you listen to what I'm saying or value me because Mm -hmm. I have said 3000 times. That I would really like it if you wiped the counters. Like Mm -hmm. I didn't get to the thing underneath, which was you don't. I don't feel like you listen to me, and I don't feel like you care about me.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: It was never simple.
0: It was never about the counters. Mm Hmm.
1: Mm
0: Hmm. Yeah, it's a. I think it's a key component. It's not something that we're taught, and you know. No. In school or even in our in our homes. Um, <laughs>
1: yeah, I was going to say
0: in our families and most
1: families. And I think if you were, you were extremely lucky. But a lot of us, um, it's all, and listen, it's all about learning and relearning. There's tools that I learned five right. years. Now I feel like I don't love as much anymore. Like the golden rule. I actually think the golden rule is kind of crappy. Mm-hmm. Treat others as you would like to be treated well, I like the platinum rule, which is treat others the way that they want to be treated. Right. It's yeah. like goes beyond me and what I think and what I dictate. It sees individual as individual. So um, recognizing that um, knowing right now might be what I know right now in 2021 is different than what I knew in
0: 2018. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's it's beautiful. And you get to look back at your growth and be proud. Yeah, Yeah. and love yourself. Um, So, and you really want to bring some attention to this concept of awareness and Mm -hmm. and, uh, the significance of the role that it plays in our life. And like, I don't know if you have any words that you can share on it or what kind of importance you place on it when you're talking to your clients and what kind of outcomes you see when there's an increase of awareness to our you know spiritual selves yeah i you know the
1: so my my business is joy with Jacks, which joy is the sixth chakra, right? And the, mm-hmm. the wisdom, it's all about wisdom, and so that's really the thing—the gift that I love to bring to people um, is. So I think a, a couple of things. The beauty about wisdom is it's non-judgmental, and so mm-hmm. I mean I don't. If my clients learn a couple of things, that's all they need to know. And it's awareness, how to cultivate awareness, how to draw our awareness to things. Because what happens oftentimes is we we get scared. We initially will really, we get scared of something and then we just don't want to do it. And that's our, our mind's response. And so I support people with that. So awareness um, and non-judgment. Um, that is really, really difficult for us because most of us have been raised in um, families, um, religions, mm-hmm. political parties, schools, all of these structures and all these systems that tell us what right and wrong is. And so we have these painted ideas of what um, what we see as right and wrong. So, um, yeah. And this is, I think this is a hard thing about awareness is we don't know it until we know it. And so yeah. that's the gift of working with somebody, whether it's a therapist or a coach or a spiritual advisor, whoever it is, you know, we only know our own, our own experience. And so I would say, look for opportunities and spaces and places and people. Um, even Netflix shows, whatever your thing is, no matter where you go, you can look for um, ways to grow your awareness. And it's not, um, it's not like one and done it's lifelong, but I, I couldn't agree Mm -hmm. more more that we have the, the easier, I would say the more peace, um, that you bring to your life. And what that means to me is it just means you're lighter, like, Mm -hmm. you know, just to move through life with a sense of empowerment Um, and peace, that is just, there's no amount of money that can be tied to that Mm -hmm. for me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: It's as simple as like, my stomach hurts. And instead of ignoring that hurting feeling and going on with your day and da-da-da-da-da, you ask yourself, you know, why is my stomach hurting? Maybe I ate something or... And I should avoid it next time. Or maybe I'm hungry and it's affecting so many other things in your life. And you don't even know. So just going, I guess awareness is more just like going a step deeper than that like surface level of like what, you know, what you're feeling or what, what you're seeing it's intimacy. I mean, we talked about yeah. this last time. This is what
1: I really, this is my, what I love to do so much is help mm-hmm. people cultivate intimacy with themselves. Um, oftentimes it's like something comes up. And even if we think about it physically, where you look in the mirror and you're like, oh, I don't want to see that. Right. Like, "Oh, I don't want to mm-hmm. see that. Or I don't want my body to look this way. Or even your face, your hair, your eyes. We do this all the time where it's like, I don't want to look like this. It's like, see it. Invite yourself to just continue to really get intimate because, um, the more you can do that with yourself, um, the more you build capacity, first of all, for yourself, for people to love and accept you the way that you are, but also for you to invite that kind of relationship into your life too, whether it's through friendship or what, however you want that to look, but it's just, um, it's the the best and most beautiful gift I think that you can give yourself. Um, and as that happens for you, you're just continuing to be a gift to other people too, which is
0: feels good. Yeah, it does. It's does it's liberating. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's really hard sometimes to offer yourself intimacy and love and really, you know, a comfortable, um, interaction sometimes when you're feeling shamed, ashamed, Mm -hmm. or just having emotions surface and you don't want to offend anyone that you're around maybe by experiencing them. So, um, yeah, I would
1: say, this is what I would say to anyone who's really battling shame. Like, if there's things that are really coming up for anyone that's battling shame, um, spend how 30 minutes with your journal and write down, the this is what I feel shame for. Like, just write it out and then mm-hmm. go a little deeper and say, you know, the reasons why I feel shame for this is... And through that response, um, I would say people are going to look at that, and a lot of it's going to be laced with other people's perspective, right? It's going to be other people think this, or other people this, or other people that. And I would bring it back to your own experience and write out what you know to be true, you know, and shift the narrative. So it's repainting the the narrative about you did the best that you could do in that situation. Um, And even if you couldn't, what would you do differently now? And then using acceptance to recognize you aren't now who you were then and what you would do now is differently. So it's just absolving ourselves of this shame Um, and presenting additional information that really neutralizes that that's the energy that needs to be, Mm -hmm. um, dissipated in order for you to feel liberation. Shame Mm -hmm. is just, it is the, it's dense and it's heavy and it sits in the body in a way that, um, it isn't good for your, your nervous system, anything about your body. Is mm-hmm. for it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And so tell us a little bit about joy with Jack's and, um, is that something that anyone in any state can access or do they have Not to be really. in California?
1: Yeah, no, anyone, anywhere. Absolutely. cool. Um, yeah, my business, Joy with Jacks, you can check me out online. I offer um, energy assessments. I do group work. I do one-on-one work. I also do work with organizations, which is really exciting. Um, but I would say first, just go to Instagram, Joy with Jax. I, um, mm-hmm. I feel like that's the best place to kind of see what I'm about. And um, I have lots of content and resources over there. Um, so if you just are resonating with what we talked about and want more joy in your life,
0: then that's the easiest place to find me. <laughs> mm-hmm. And reconnect with that. Yes. Spiritual. Well, just other bodies. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's hard to do it on your own. So. It is hard to do
1: it on your own. Absolutely. It it's is. um like, ah. Sometimes later. <laughs> we're we're human and we're we we want to look for examples of what other people have done so that we know that it's possible. Our neuro, you know, our mind yeah. wants to see other examples. And so although comparison is terrible as humans, it's also supernatural. So sometimes mm-hmm. I like to say if you're looking for inspiration, you know, um, then that then the gram's a good place to find me. Oh. <laughs>
0: Well, yes. thank you so much for sharing this piece of your heart with us, and this piece of healing that people can access at any point.
1: Yes, um, I know. Yeah, aligning it's really special. Chakras, it's uh, it is just groundbreaking. And I will. I'll close and say this: that it's not about it's not about having perfect alignment. It's not like oh, all you know, all my chakras are aligned. I'm mm-hmm. I can move on with my life. It's just the continual asana of recognizing with this vocabulary and with this tool set, you can kind of recognize like where you're off course, um, so that you can get into the practice of better course correction, but no matter where you are in your spiritual journey, you're worthy.
0: Yes. Yeah. I love that. And aligning the chakras is I mean, can you can you just elaborate a little bit on the importance of just checking in with yourself every, yeah. ever so often and doing that? Because, yeah, how would that apply in our you know day to day experience? I think it,
1: we talked a little bit about that last time too, just like a daily check in. But I would even say like even if you listen to this meditation once a week, where you spend thirty minutes and cultivate the awareness what a, the the reason why we want to quote align our chakras is that so that emotional so that you can move through your day with more ease right so that right. your physical and mental and emotional and spiritual experiences have more ease with them but it's when we um, are misaligned and we're feeling out of wonk. That's like when we start to get those blocks. And so I love what you said earlier about the tightening of the string and we're just like, Oh, Mm. because we need to race. I'm safe. Um, I am, I forgive myself. You know, I am authentic. I accept myself. I own my, I own my truth. I have awareness, mm. I have non-attachment. These are um when we can kind of go through that it's like oh, I don't even know it's how a to refresher. Think. Yeah, it's just a refresher of like self-empowerment is really what yeah. it's all about.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Absolutely. Love it and need more of it. And I will be tuning in to <laughs> to align my chakras. I think I think at least once a week at the minimum. <laughs> yes. That's awesome. Well, thank you again. Thank you so much, Marco. Thanks for the space and all the the
1: coolness that you are bringing to the world with your amazing sacral and solar
0: plexus in alignment. (laughs) Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. I really hope that you guys found some benefits during this meditation. I know that I certainly did. And if you did, go ahead and drop some comments or DM me and I'm happy to hear what your experience was like. If you want to find more of Jacqueline, visit joywithjax.com. That's j-a-x.com. Music is "Face In It" by Fallen for Autumn on Instagram. F-a-l-l-e-n f-o-r a-u-t-u-m-n. And if you want to find more upcoming episodes, visit thepsycho.com. I'll see you guys next time. Wrap you No, I'm my Let's rewind. I want you, my body, let's get it tidy, Wrap your hands around my
1: waist and bury your face in it. Wrap run you to No, and i Let's rewind.